the image of a police officer often evokes a sense of heroism and authority, the reality of their profession, just like a 911 dispatcher, it's far from glamorous. While a dispatcher doesn't face the physical danger of an officer, the psychological damage that can happen with a dispatcher can actually be brought on by events involving police officers. And of course, officers are subjected to that and more. Beyond the badges and uniforms lies a world filled with countless dangers, both physical and psychological, that officers face daily. Their constant exposure to traumatic events such as violent crime and human suffering, that can take a significant toll on their mental well-being. Officers also face significant exposure to infectious diseases and hazardous materials that could lead to short-term and long-term health risk and even death. Another danger often overlooked is the inherent risk of traffic accidents. Responding to any sort of call, being engaged in a high-speed pursuit, or even standing on the side of the road helping a motorist change a flat tire, all can result in great bodily harm or death to an officer. But the most obvious threat to police is violence. Officers in America and around the world are constantly thrust into situations where they encounter individuals armed with a variety of weapons. And some of those individuals are completely at ease with ending the life of an officer. In today's episode, I'll be going over two separate incidents that are incredibly wild and dangerous for officers. Welcome back to Music City 911. The first incident I'll get into, there was a bit of lead up to it, and I don't have any audio regarding that portion. February 10th, 2021, Austin, Texas, 5.18 p.m. Dispatch received a call that a black Jeep had crashed in the 2900 block of Roggy Lane, close to the intersection of Maynard Road. It had left the roadway, drove through a fence, and hit a house. Three minutes later, at 5.21 p.m., another 911 call came in, this time from a Spanish-speaking female. A portion of this 911 call was released, and a Spanish interpreter was used to help translate what the caller was saying. She was calling from 2907 Roggy Lane, just a short distance away from where the Jeep had crashed. Yes, yes, somebody broke the, there's a man who broke the uh, the window of the house, and they got into the room. I'm in the room. They touched the door, but I have it closed. I don't know if they're armed. Officers arrived at the scene within just a couple of minutes. They started to evaluate the situation, not knowing exactly what they were getting into. After trying to get an answer at the front door with no luck, officers went around to the back of the house, through a gated fence, and noticed a broken window on the back side of the house. While there in the rear of the house, officers started hearing a female screaming and crying. At that point, they decided to force entry in the house and started kicking the door. They start getting out of control, we're going in. 
There's a female in there. She's crying. He's probably in the bedroom with her. Yeah. Go. Awesome, police. Yeah. Great. Kick it. Go, go lethal and we'll switch. Kick it. You want me to do it? You want to force an entry? Shots fired, shots fired. You got in there? You got in there? Please it! Somebody shot! Four zero four. We got a hostage situation. I can hear him saying if, he, if we come in, he's gonna kill her. On entry, officers immediately took fire from the suspect, who had broken into the house and took the resident and her son as hostage. One officer was hit, luckily just in his gun holster, and the other officer was hit in the face with a bullet fragment. One of those two officers was trapped inside the house just outside the line of fire, but managed to sprint past the hallway that the suspect was firing down and get out of the house to safety. During that exchange, Officers did fire shots at the suspect, but did not hit him. After exiting the house, officers on the scene called for SWAT to respond. The suspect inside, at multiple different times, walks outside the house with a crying child in front of him using the boy as a human shield. He shouts to officers that he won't hurt the boy if they would just leave. Police can't take any sort of chances like that. This is someone who was involved in a hit-and-run accident then moments later committed burglary, and while doing so, effectively kidnapped the resident and her child by holding them against their will, and then shot at police. They're not going to leave or let this go. At 6.05 p.m., dispatch receives another call. Police, fire, EMS, or mental health? Hey, this is Jordan Walton speaking. Yes, what's going on? I, I am currently the suspect. I don't want to hurt this kid. Please tell us the police to, delete, to leave. Okay, what's going on exactly? Dangerous men aren't trying to kill me. Where are you guys? Tell them the address. I don't know. You know the address. Mm -hmm. Tell them you're at the current hostage situation. Wait, please, wait. He, he called the, the, the police. Please, don't see. I can't. Come on, just pray. Say God deliver me from evil. Say God deliver me from evil. Please deliver me from evil. God, please deliver me from evil. Sir, what's 
going on exactly? I've been getting a lot of death threats lately, and I'm just, I'm just, dang, I'm in fear of my life now. Can you tell me your name? Jordan Montreal Watson. How old are you? I'm 21 years old. Do you know where you guys are? Like what your location is? We're at the current hostage situation. Okay, I understand that, but I don't know if you have a location of where you are. Uh, Northeast Austin. You're in Northeast Austin? Yes, wait! You saw that! The police, please! Do you know the child that you're with? What's your name, son? You're a good kid, right? Yeah, I ain't okay. I go to a school. What school do you go to? In mathematics, in social studies, in science. Okay, what's your last name? Walton. Is he your sibling? No, I don't know this kid. Okay, do you know the kid's full name? Tell him your full name. How old are you? Please wait! I won't kill you, I promise promise to God I will not kill you if they leave. I don't know. I just, I just, I was at a gas station. My car had run out of gas. I was trying to fill it up, and somebody, somebody left me there. Did you meet the child at the gas station? The guy who left me at the gas station. His name is. How old is? I'm not sure how old. What kind of car did he take you in? A black Jeep Grand Cherokee. He was the driver of the vehicle and he hopped out and left. Do you know which gas station you were at? I don't know which gas station I was at, but the Jeep is wrecked and it's uh it's it's over there. Is it where you are, the Jeep, or is that just gone? Is that somewhere else? I don't know. It's it's wrecked. I hopped out in fear of my life. When did that all happen? Uh, 30, 40, 50 minutes ago. Okay. No, no, no. I promise I will not hurt this kid if the police leave. Okay, I understand that, and I'm trying to give them that message. 
Okay. To let them know, I, okay? Because I, I, I know you I, don't want to hurt anybody. Yeah, I, 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 I don't want to hurt this kid. I don't want to hurt this kid, but right now, this is he's the only collateral I have. He's, you're a good kid, right? Yeah. You like to read, you like to sing, you like to listen to music, you like to play the game, Xbox, right? Yeah, you like, yeah. Okay, so hey, can I can I get you over to another phone line? Can I have you call someone and talk to them about this? Because I'm giving yeah. them all the information, but I can give you up to someone higher that can do a lot more decision-making than I can. Okay, that's fine. Okay. Can I give you that phone number and you'll call them? Uh, actually, hold on. I can put you on hold and I can just transfer you over if that's easier. You have a Snapchat? You want me just to go ahead and transfer you? Is it easier? Uh, let me see. It's broken. Can you text? Can you text my brother? Sorry, I'm. What's your name? What's your name? My name is Jordan. I'm, I'm, I'm a good man, okay? I, I, I've never killed anybody before, and I hope I never have to, okay? Unless, Jordan, unless are you still there? Yes, yeah, I'm still here now. Okay. The suspect in this is calling 911, still trying to get police to leave. Like I said before, they're not going to do this. It was pretty obvious during the call that he was having some sort of a mental health break and wasn't thinking correctly. Again, Officers can't take the chance of him hurting either one of those people inside the house. The SWAT team got to the house and took up positions surrounding it. Because of the potential danger to those the suspect were holding hostage, SWAT was given orders to end the situation if that opportunity presented itself. About five minutes after the phone call, the suspect again exited the house with the terrified crying boy, this time with one hand up in the air, put the other hand behind the child as if he had a gun to his back. All right, so you shot at officers. Every time you guys, mm-hmm. some sort of rifle. Some sort of automatic, you can't tell. Zone, but they thought it was automatic. Uh, like full auto, you mean? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. And this came in as a burglary call from a homeowner. He's come out three or four times with the kid and keeps going back inside. All right. At one point he had the kid in front of the doorway on his knees asking us to leave. Movement, movement, he's coming out. One hand up Got in the, the air. Kid. Got the kid. One hand is up in the air. He's down. Alpha one, he's shot down. taken, shot taken, suspect is down. One shot was taken, and the suspect was down. 21-year-old Jordan Walton, the suspect, was pronounced dead at the scene. The parents of the suspect have since filed a lawsuit against Austin PD and the individual officers involved, stating that their son had mental health issues and had just started a new medicine two days before, and it didn't react well with him. That lawsuit hasn't been heard in court, but I don't believe it will go anywhere. The responsibility of the officers there was to end the situation 
as quickly as possible to try to keep that family safe. That's what was done. The Austin PD Internal Affairs Division, the Office of Police Oversight, as well as a grand jury, cleared the officers of any wrongdoing during this incident. Both officers that fired shots have been returned to full duty. Actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BADLANDSRanch.com MC901 today. 911, what is the address and city of your emergency? Okay. And are you in Ogden City? I am. Okay, at Washington Park Apartments? Yes. Okay. What's going on exactly? Um, so, my ex-husband has, um, I'm just going to say I do have a protective order on him. I don't want to press charges, but he has, he's trying to leave his dog with me. He's homeless, has nowhere to go, and the dog is very sick, and he refuses to leave unless I take the dog. I've asked him to leave. Um, at this point, I need to have an officer come and let him know that he's trespassing. And then I also need to have an officer take this dog somewhere where he can be taken care of. You would have to call animal control for that. I can send an officer over for sure, but you would have to contact animal control. What is your ex's name? Brian Simonton. And spell his last name for me. S-I-M-O-N-T-O-N. Okay. What's his date of birth? Okay. Are there any drugs or alcohol involved? Yes. Okay. With both of you or him? Just him. Okay. I just got off home or got off work and my daughter had called me on my way to work saying that he was here um, trying to get me to take the dog because the dog's sick and he has nowhere to take the dog and... Then I pulled up to my apartment complex, and my managers were already talking with him about the dog. Okay. So he just kind of showed up unannounced, and I know he's, like, hit rock rock bottom. I feel bad for him, but I cannot have him here. Okay. Is he in your unit now, or is he in uh, in a car? Okay. What kind of vehicle is it? It's a Nissan... Pathfinder. It's like a dark green color, tinted windows. Okay. There's a tire on the top. Okay. Does he carry any weapons? 
Um, he's been known to. Like what? Knives? Guns? Uh, guns. Okay. Will he cooperate with officers when they get there? I pro he I I I'm scared at how this is going to turn out. To be honest with you. Okay. So he's unaware that you've called in. I'm guessing. No, I told him if he doesn't leave that I would be calling. An you officer. did. Okay. Okay. All right. Is your daughter with you? Yes. Okay. What he's is also your... Go ahead. He's also suicidal. He's left several messages on my phone okay. saying that he's going to kill himself and wants to be killed. And Okay. Um, has he ever given any sort of method? Um, with his... What if he has a gun? Because he, I don't know when he's telling the truth or lying. And mm -hmm. if he does have a gun, that's what he said. He was going to blow his head off. And has he ever attempted before? Um, not that I'm aware of. He's he said it. Okay. What is your first and last name? Are you inside your apartment right now? I'm actually in the management office. Okay. All right. He's um, threatening people. He's threatening what? He's threatening people outside in the parking lot. Are you being told that? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. What kind of threats? Like to hurt him or what? I don't know. Okay. I guess um, I need to call my daughter. She's okay. in the apartment alone. Well, you stay in the management office, okay? I've got officers headed over that way. What? Um, tell your daughter just to stay in the apartment um, until you're able to come to her, okay? Okay. Okay, I've got officers on the way. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. As you can imagine, something like this is always a potentially dangerous situation. While officers were driving to the scene, another caller phones in with similar information. Public safety, this is Sarita. Hi, Sarita. This is, and we have a gentleman here on property. Hold on just a second. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, we have a gentleman here that needs to be removed from the property, known to have guns. He's yelling at me right now. Okay. What is the address, sir? And what did you say was the name of the apartment? Uh, he's not in an apartment. He's not a resident here. The it's, resident that he is here but seeing, the address uh, is it's, Okay. So where is he at the apartment? Uh, he's in front of building one next to the dog park. Do you see a gun now? Uh, I don't, but the, the, the resident, the resident that lives here has a protective order against him and he will not leave. I asked him to leave. He won't leave. And she said he's known to have guns and knives. Okay. Hold on one second while I, I get this in, okay? Okay. And I did get a picture of his car and license plate. Okay, give me one second. And he's yelling? Yeah, he's yelling at me, come over here, bitch boy. I'll beat your ass right now. Okay. That's fine. What's the phone number you're calling me from? And just verify the city for me. Ogden. 
Okay. Do you know his name? I don't know his name, no. Thank you. Okay. I'm thinking she's already called. Yeah, I think she's trying to call, too. But when I okay, went over yeah, there she to did. get a picture... She was, she was able to give his name and date of birth, so that's good. What's okay. this vehicle? Uh, it's a dark gray Nissan. It's like a Pathfinder. And it has a big tire on top. From the sound of it, this guy is not only known to his ex for being dangerous and not welcome, but also to staff there at the apartment complex. While police were nearing the scene, the original caller dials dispatch again, this time more frightened. 911, what is the city and the address of the emergency? I'm sorry, what's the address? What's the phone number you're calling me from? Tell me exactly what happened. Um, I have my ex-husband here that I have a protective order on. He's threatening people. Is he shooting? I'm sorry? Um, I need an officer here right away. What's going on? Tell me what's happening. Oh, they're here. The officer's they're there? Here. Okay, does someone have a gun? Does someone have a gun? Um, I'm not sure. Does he have a gun? That's why she's getting everybody inside. Okay. What are they saying? That they told him to drop his weapons. There's officers here now. Okay, so officers are on scene. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll go ahead and let you go. Are they with him? Are they with him? Yes, they're on there. They have in combat zone. They're in combat across the parking lot. They have their gun Okay. They told us to get back as I were inside. Okay. So do the officers have weapons on him? Is that what he's saying, the guy behind you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to um, go ahead and let you go. You guys stay inside until right. you hear otherwise, okay? Just keep all everyone right. inside. What is your right. name? Police got to the scene, and the audio from the body-worn camera this time is something well different than I've heard before. And the video that the Weber County, Utah attorney's office released, they synced up the video of all responding officers to play at once. Most of the time, the video was shown from the perspective of one officer at a time. While they provided the separate ones as well, this one gives the best idea of the absolute crazy chaos that happened once police arrived. Step it up. He just pulled a gun. All units. He's got a gun in his right hand. This is 7 4. Drop the weapon now! Drop the weapon! He's coming at me with an 88 in his right hand. Drop the weapon now! Drop the weapon! Drop the weapon! Complex. 
Let's go to the left. He's in the parking lot with the gun. Over here! 
Don't move! 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 While walking around in the parking lot outside of his ex's apartment, the suspect, Brian D. Simonton, 37 years of age, encountered police and after was ordered no fewer than 10 times to drop the gun, he opened fire on the initial officer. After exchanging fire with the suspect, the first officer there on the scene was hit. He was shot in the arm where it traveled up his arm and stopped just outside of his chest. Luckily, no vital organs were hit. A tourniquet was placed on his arm and he was taken to a nearby hospital. While all that happened, one of the most intense gunfights I've heard continued. And it was surprising that it went as long as it did. The suspect was armed with a 45 Colt six-shot revolver. That caliber was originally an old western round that was said to be a sure man-stopper and horse-killer. It's a heavy bullet that can do a lot of damage. Luckily for the officer, nothing vital was hit, though. It's believed the suspect stopped to reload his gun multiple times and continued firing at officers. He was finally hit by officers multiple times and pronounced dead at the scene. Normally, if it were a simple suicide-by-cop scenario, he would have stood in the open, fired at officers, and just waited to be hit. That wasn't at all what he did. After his initial volley of fire, he started moving between buildings, taking cover where he could while trying to get away and also continued firing at officers. It seemed like if his intent was to die that day, he was trying to take as many officers with him as he could. As I said before, the life of an officer is a very dangerous one for a ton of reasons. But any given day, a normal patrol shift can morph into something like this at the drop of a hat. that'll wrap up this episode and what a crazy episode it was if you're needing help sleeping i may have a solution for you my new podcast southern sleep stories might be just what you need it's a podcast meant to be listened to when you're trying to go to sleep for the night or just trying to get a relaxing nap in i go over some tips to get you ready for your sleep then read selections from old books very slowly as calming music or sounds play in the background Thanks to all of you that's listened so far, and I'd love to have the rest of you give it a try as well. If you enjoyed that show or Music City 911, please help them out by leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever podcast app you listen on and share it with a friend or family member. That's Southern Sleep Stories, available now on any podcast app. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.